Hi, Kurt Doty here with Realm IQ for another Realm IQ session. Today we're talking with Cindy from Information Systems Builder, and she's going to talk to us about how she interacts with AI. So, Cindy, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, thank you so much for having me. So, yeah, my name is Cindy Fosso, and I'm, I, I'm the CEO of Information Systems Builder, and we just help tech startups with their branding and marketing, right? It's, you know, tech startups have a really hard time just branding themselves, marketing themselves, and really getting their name out there because they, they have to compete with big tech companies and companies getting created every day. So the marketing aspect is very important to, you know, make sure that people get their message and people, you know, get to know what's, what are you, why are you different from this company? So I think that's, it's a good way um, for them to differ differentiate themselves and we help them with that. Cool. And so how are you using AI to go through that process? So at first we were just like a marketing agency, right? And then we were very early AI, not the hype AI. And we just said, okay, it would be a great, you know, idea if we just, you know, built a software where, you know, marketing and branding and where, you know, just startups would just go and then they have a question for marketing, right? Because they're tech geniuses. They know how to build. They know how to come with the idea. So I came up with a great idea that what if they just, you know, got their computer, got their phones and just downloaded an app and just started asking questions, right? And just started saying, okay, how can I market myself? Who is my target audience? All these questions, all these marketing questions that people have. And that's what we do. Okay. So you've turned the marketing questions into prompts, basically, to, to guide them through the process of defining their brand. Yes. That's cool. So in what types of industries are these companies in? Uh, I know tech, but, you know, <laughs> it can vary quite a bit in terms of what people say. Yeah, doing. like SaaS, you know, just all types of, we're just tech, like like tech, we just focus, focus on tech companies. So, you know, there's SaaS, biotech, health tech, I mean, all, all, all types of tech um, companies. Cool. So obviously... ChatGPT, you, you talked about being in AI before ChatGPT launched last November. What aspects were you dealing with in AI prior to ChatGPT? It wasn't actually prior to ChatGPT. When I met by, it, it wasn't prior to ChatGPT. Oh, okay. It was, ChatGPT is just basically gives you, it says, oh, how can I market myself? If you ask them, how can I market themselves? And they would give you like a whole, like a whole thing. But our app just goes in depth on how specifically you should market your company, right? They ask you questions like, what is, so we can just learn more about your company. And they give you exact prompts on how to market your company. And then they come to us and they say, hey, this is what, you know, your software said. And then we implement that for them. Okay. And how has the how has the reaction been and the results and are are brands trusting, you know, AI driven branding and marketing at this point? Yeah, I mean for now it's 
you know, we, we've just focused on our clients. We haven't been really, you know, with AI, you have to train it, right? You have to train it, you have to make sure it's perfect. So for a long time, we're just focused on our clients and the feedback that we've been, we, that we've had was just amazing. So to answer your question, it's, we've got gotten good feedback, bad feedback, some of them here and there, but that's good because it makes your product even better. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, my background is branding and marketing as well. And I've dealt with startups for the last 10 years. Uh, Just curious as to how you're dealing with the visual aspect of the corporate identity. If you've accessed AI to do any of that creative or are you more still traditional on that stuff? Yeah, we're still traditional on that stuff. We're we're getting there. <laughs> Maybe we should have you on our team. But no, you know, we're just getting there. But that's one thing that, you know, they need help with. And that would be huge, you know, just working on that visual, visual aspect. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've not really found a platform that could really do classic corporate identity yet that's really defined and differentiated. So I, I think I think it'll be a while, but in the interim, certainly branding is more than a logo. It's the positioning, right? It's the vision, mission, position, and then defining your personas, your target markets, and all of that you can easily do uh, on ChatGPT or Bard or whatever platform you want. And when it comes to marketing, so there's a number of tools even you know besides your app i guess are you doing what i call uh, platform hopping in between other other tools that are pioneering certainly in ad creation social promotion social marketing or are you trying to i'll stick within your platform stick to my platform but i definitely do you know as a marketing person yourself, you know that, you know, you need to go to your competition or people doing the same thing a little bit, by, for, with the, a little bit the same thing that you're doing and just making sure, you know, I always tell my clients, you want to make sure that you look at your competition. What are they not doing? What are their clients complaining about that you should do better? So I am, I don't really see that as competition you know, other companies are competition. I'm just like, how can I make it better? What are their clients, you know, just complaining about it? So I make sure that, you know, we're, we're not like that. So in that aspect, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. So you bring up customer research or customer relations management to get feedback on how a brand is doing or how a startup is doing. What are your trusted sources? Because you know, there's been criticism that um, hallucinations with ChatGPT and, and such, or LLMs in general, aren't necessarily uh, accurate. And so how are you combating that with your own platform and or just your normal research process? Yeah, for right now, we're like private. It's literally just 
our clients that we're using it and we're just testing our hypotheses. So it's not, this is our app is not something that's like for the world. And that's one of the points that we, you know, we're, we're dealing with to make sure because chat DBT, for example, it's not always accurate or it's, you know, it hasn't been updated for since, since like two years or so. So just making sure that everything, all of those points that we're, we're on top of it. Okay. Great. And then where do you see the future going? Is this is accelerated so quickly? What do you see on the horizon and how you can help your clients even better uh, as the technology gets better, as the LLMs learn more uh, and get up to date? Yeah, I think AI it's it, it is going to be big. Uh, we don't know how big, right? And you know, I think I heard you say some say something like AI. You don't think AI's branding is as clear? I don't want to misquote you. Did you say that? Yeah, no. There's it has AI has a branding problem. That's what I said. Exactly, and I do agree with you. I think that when people really understand what branding it, the branding of AI, when they're more clear, I think they'll understand where AI is coming from and how you know big this this thing is. I don't really, I don't know how big it it's going to be because it's. I personally think that if we let it be so big, we won't need a lot of you know people to work at places because you know they're going they're going to be you know replaced by AI right we don't want our replaced yeah I I'm glad you agree with the branding problem because the fear factor is such that if you keep using robots as your imagery you're reinforcing the fact that you might be replaced by a robot and and there's no human element in in that imagery even though you have oh you have people turning into robots, interacting with robots. I just think all of that is wrong. <laughs> and it's software at this point. Certainly robotics have been in industry for a long time, going back to Henry Ford, you know. Mm -hmm. But in terms of what we can achieve as human beings with this, what I call augmented intelligence, not artificial, is uh, powerful. And I'm I'm hope I I'm hoping that you can commit to not using robots in your imagery as you promote your software because I, I think you just gotta find a different metaphor of how to help people and brands because robots is not it. Yeah, and a lot of people are, you know, just changing their their company. They had a concept, but they're just like changing it. They're like, you know, AI is a new thing. We we need to you know, transform our company to AI. And, you know, I don't know how, I think if it's going to replace jobs, I don't think the world is going to let AI be big as it, it it could be. I think I was talking to a founder and they are like, they're trying to build, you know, a software where you don't need physical engineers in your company, right? It's, you know, so I think if that gets out of hand, I don't think the mass population are going to let AI economically, I don't even think that would be great. But I think I definitely agree with you. AI has a branding problem. I think, you know, people are, I think people think they know what AI does, but they don't really, you know, they don't really know. 
Yeah, there is, there's a land rush to uh, somehow integrate AI into your product offering. You know, AI powered was a moniker that you put before describing your company. You know, we're an AI powered way to buy men's underwear. I don't know. It's like, it's like the dot-com bust of, of AI and people didn't truly understand it. Plus, AI is also reaching ubiquity, meaning every interface, every software platform that we're on in our daily routines and tasks, mainly because of <clears throat> Meta, Microsoft, and Google, there's already a prompt there. It's like, hey, can I help you write that message, that campaign, that social post, that email? And so that's the power of AI. They're powered by AI. And so there's this, there's this uh, race to ubiquity where founder, you know, who thinks that they're going to position themselves as an AI company, that message will diminish because of the ubiquity, the ultimate and upcoming ubiquity of AI in everyone's life mm -hmm. and daily tasks. So... I think founders need to be very specific about what they mean by AI powered. And, you know, I come from the, well, just like you, the creative side, I think, you know, saying you're a AI powered, uh, empowered graphic designer, let's say, you know, it's an interesting ploy right now, but over time it will have a diminishing value because my fear is that the clients will say, oh, great, you're using all that AI stuff. So you can do it in half the time, right? So maybe you should charge me half as much. And that's the danger in, in kind of positioning yourself as an AI-powered company because of this now belief that, oh, well, you're saving time, that saves money, so don't charge me as much. However, you know, everyone who's who's coming with their years of experience, whether it's in branding or marketing or real estate or data data analysts they bring that years of experience and why should that be diminished just because there's a new tool to right. use to help them be more efficient if anything those tools should um, help you do more for your client thus right. and not not do it for cheaper but do it do be able to do more and right. so people's productivity levels are, are increasing, but it shouldn't be at the expense of a decreased salary or a decreased budget because you've empowered yourself with, with these powerful generative AI tools. Do you agree? Yeah. I, and I think that's what people fear, right? They're like, well, at my job now, I'm going to need to, you know, I'm not going to make a lot more of money than you know I deserve because they're just going to assume well you're going to use this AI tool and that's already doing half of your job <laughs> and all you have to do is just implement it right and that it doesn't go like that so I think that's that's the dangers of where I'm a little skeptical about AI and if it'll, if, if they'll let this thing just grow because right now everybody's scared you know in terms of you know it's AI replacing me, you know, I'm seeing articles, it's, it's AI replacing people. So 
you know it's 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 a very it's a, it's a very tricky thing even our education system i think right now they're they're struggling like okay so this ai thing are kids you know not going to do their homework i don't want to misquote an article but i think i read an article that said professors know that everybody all, all of their students are just you know their high school students are using chat dbt so they're making you know homework um harder because they know that you're 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 gonna use chat dpt and they're letting you they're like okay yeah go to chat dpt do your research but then the hard homework is a little harder and i think it's not fair because i think not all not all of the kids are gonna use chat dpt right or maybe they just they're not i'm sure there's people that don't like chat dpt because they they don't think it's 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 correct they don't think it's so you know, it's it's one of it's going to be one of those things that you know it's interesting to see how this thing is going to grow, if it's going to grow, or is it just a thing where it's really hot right now for two years and then it'll just die down. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it will take the path of Web three, which had a lot of hype, <laughs> NFTs, crypto, and a lot a lot of failures. But I think because this is literally software that people can use. I can't use an NFT and I never paid a million dollars to buy one. So <sighs> what the hell? Uh, mm. But I'm, you know, I'm able to use this software and it makes me a better writer, better artist, better designer. So better communicator. So that that's, if that's happening to me, that's happening to a lot of people. So I don't think it's going to go away. People will now use it. Not necessarily as a crutch, <clears throat> But they will have integrated in, into their natural workflow. And that's the, the best way to uh, get adoption up is like pick something that's a menial task and see if uh, generative AI can accomplish that task for you. And if so, just put it into your workflow so you're using it every day. It's not enough to just experiment. Hey, I'm going to experiment with... Hey Jen, today, you know, <laughs> avatars, and and think that that's really gonna change your life. What you have to do is like find a purpose for using a specific platform and integrate it into your task list of the day, so you're reducing your task list, thus saving time and getting better at what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of education, I think, I mean, there is a movement of professors to actually go ahead and use it. It's a tool. It's not going away. And we'll figure out how to test your knowledge base in a different way. I suggest, you know, a Socratic method where it's like, great, you did all this research really quick overnight. You wrote a whole paper. Fantastic. Overnight. Were you paying attention? Because now I want you to get up in class and uh, give me a speech. On, on everything okay. that you've learned and be able to articulate what you've learned and research with these tools, that's fine. But at the end of the day, unless you internalize it and become an expert at what you're researching, then you're just cheating and you're tapping into rote memorization and just re-spitting out what you got from these platforms. So again, you know, college, high school, how are we teaching our kids to critically think and be able to articulate? Ultimately, I, th I think that might be a performance, a measure of performance uh, 
versus write a paper because that's right. all suspect now. <laughs> but as a research tool and pairing yourself to be smarter about a certain subject matter, it's like, yeah, give us the speech. The floor is yours, right? Yes, yes. And I will also add, you know, robots aren't going to replace us. It's going to be the people who have been upskilled or trained on AI that will replace you. Into it just two weeks ago, let go of 200 employees and replace them with AI trained employees, human beings, not robots. So that's happening. So and, do you think everybody's going to be trained now? Well, I think it, they need to be. I think that that's the greatest opportunity. You see a rush towards certainly on LinkedIn. That's where we met. Is you know, there's there's AI universities and AI courses, and some are free, which is great. Uh, a lot of people, you know, doing demos and recording it and sharing it, sharing that knowledge, which is great. And then other others are offering certificates, whether it's you know three thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. I don't know about a degree yet. I haven't really seen that. Yeah, mm. but you know it gets expensive. But the intent that there's an educational upskilling opportunity, whether mm. you're in college, whether you're in the workforce currently and, and worried about losing your job, there are paths to get upskilled and trained and. I think that's an important thing. Otherwise, you're going to be shit out of luck and and possibly out of a job. So, yes, yeah, you know, I, I I agree with you. And there's definitely going to be a thing where even colleges are going to, you know, have AI. They're gonna they're going to put AI. And, and interesting because there's founders and I'm in San Francisco. I don't know where you are. I'm in, I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. So, you know, I'm in San Francisco and all of the founders are here. So, and a lot of them are like, you know, we're, we're going to make an AI app for colleges, you know, and they're going to try to make it, you know, legal that, you know, people or students can just go there and, you know, use it as a homework thing. So, it's it's very interesting to see how this will, will will blossom and how colleges will accept AI. You know, well they need they need to otherwise these kids aren't going to go to school. I mean the education system is already in a crisis. So it was already for years. It costs too much to go to college. What are you what are you getting? What type of job are you able to get uh, after you get out of college? So the idea that technology can now empower kids out of high school, in high school, to train themselves and be smart and be productive and be hired by companies who are looking for AI trained people, not necessarily those with a college degree, then it's, it's going to disrupt our education system. So that's a larger topic that we'll have to talk about <laughs> another day. But do you, in terms of advocacy, which I think is important, education, advocacy, being not only an enthusiast or, you know, build platforms like yourself as tools, but also being an advocate, what are you doing out there in order to increase awareness of, of the opportunities generally or in marketing your own platform? What do you, what, what's effective for you? 
Yeah, I go to a lot of AI conferences. I speak to the, to some, I attend some, I host myself, you know, our company hosts, you know, our, our you know, AI events. So definitely just to meet, you know, it's good to meet different people, what they're building. It's good to know, you know, what people think about AI. Some agree, some, some don't, some think it's a disaster and some think it's going to change the world. So it's great to, you know, learn from, a, from many people and their aspects. Yeah. Yeah. I have found that it is a nascent community and I, I've found people in it to be very helpful and and so much so that I think it's a lot easier to network in because other people see the potential and they want to understand and learn. And there's just a, this great desire for people to network and learn. And I think that lends itself towards everyone learning and upskilling in a lot quicker fashion. And so I'm I'm enjoying that. And, and you're right, and you're lucky to be in San Francisco because there's so many conferences there uh, that I, I wish I could go to, but someday. Otherwise, I, I'm on LinkedIn and, and participating virtually with all yeah. kinds of events. And you're an AI advocate. You're like for AI, so. Yeah, no, I because I, you know, I'm combating the naysayers. Um, <laughs> which I think is a vocal minority, they do have valid concerns. I think governance and guidelines is, is a hot topic and and governments are trying. There's certain uh, alliances between governments and countries that are starting to form. So, you know, I'm not a <laughs> ambassador by any means, but I think I think those efforts should be applauded and supported. And I think that you know, you being in the Bay Area, you know, you know all about big tech. Big tech has controlled Web 2.0. Web 3.0 was trying to take away power from big tech and give it to all tech and individuals that didn't necessarily succeed. And so here we are back again with AI, which might be called Web 4 or replace the meaning of what Web 3 is. Big tech is still fully in charge. They've they've invested the billions of dollars. They're monetizing it. Their valuations are going up like crazy. So I don't know that we can rely on big tech to do the right thing uh, because they are beholden to their shareholders who want to make money. And, you know, where's the altruism? Meaning how how can you innovate for good and think about the ethics around AI and if truly, you know, these LLMs are, are, are learning, becoming sentient is a possibility and, and an eventual outcome, what are we doing to train them? And I think the people using it have to train them. And I think the, the people, enthusiasts, you know, like yourself and I, we need to be the advocates to make sure that big tech doesn't blow it on this because if they blow it, it's a, it's a major bummer and, and can feed into that doomsday scenario. But, you know, I think having conversations like this, talking about issues, uh, amplifying 
these discussions is a good thing. You know, people giving demos is great as well. Uh, but I think there needs to be a lot more dialogue. So I, I appreciate you coming on our little session here and talking about how you're using it and talking about these issues. I think it's a very important part for adoption. Our, our slogan is adopt or perish. Um, it's a little dramatic, but uh, it's true. What are we doing to increase adoption? Because uh, the naysayers out there are not necessarily increasing adoption, they're creating fear. How do we combat fear? And I think communication is a big part of that. And certainly with the brands and startups that you're working with, I think communicating those positive aspects of AI, if, if those brands are powered by AI, what is that communication that doesn't, one, support robot imagery, <laughs> But uh, how do you make it human, human-centered AI? I think it's a big thing that we need to discuss a lot. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah. Yes. You. Do you have any events you want to plug before we close here? Hmm. Maybe um, speaking I, at or? Yes, I will be speaking at Impact. Okay. And I have a couple more that I'll AI conferences that I'll be speaking app but it's not official yet but they can go on my linkedin and you know and twitter and then that it, it will coming soon <laughs> okay great listen thank you so much cindy for uh joining us today and uh everybody else keep coming back for more realm iq sessions and uh, that concludes today thank you very much Thanks, everyone. You can now catch Realm IQ Sessions on your favorite podcast channels, including Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart Podcasts. Or listen to the full sessions at kurtdoty.co forward slash Realm IQ. If your company is interested in reaching an audience of AI professionals and decision makers to promote your event or product, we do have sponsorship opportunities. If you enjoy these discussions on AI, please push that subscribe button below. I'll see you in the next video. Realm IQ. Book your corporate AI workshop today. Subscribe to our Media Slam newsletter and learn more about the intersection of design, content, and technology. KurtDoty.co Branding, Marketing and Product Development